Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Punk Raider and Philly Size, sitting to my right is Denver Dave and the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. What the, what the flip, boys? You need a bigger room. <laughs> is this what happens when the Steelers go out of the playoffs? Is this the only time <laughs> I get you all in the same room? Yes. Yeah, we all turn up just to poke fun at you, basically. That's what I feared. Um, welcome, guys, to the Week 17 Review Show, uh, slash wildcard weekend preview uh loads to talk about obviously last week king and i discussed uh the black monday which did indeed come so we're talking about all the firings talking about some hirings punk and uh then we'll talk about what are you Anto- me for well it was a one team that did some hiring <laughs> uh <laughs> they've been watching too much uh, espn then they got antonio brown to talk about then we'll confirm the picks for the year in the king versus the people we'll finish well the second half of the pod hopefully by then talking about the wildcard weekend, and the four matchups. That's a lot to talk about. <sighs> I'm tired already. Let's start, guys, with the firings from this weekend, uh, Monday. First up was Todd Bowles. Uh, he is gone. Third consecutive last place finish in the AFC's division. He'll leave his four-year tenure in New York with the lowest winning percentage of any Jets coach since Rich Kotite. And point one two five. From the 95-96 era. I'm guessing, uh, Punk, you know From the 95-96 well. era? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. Well, Rich Kotite might have something to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad run for Todd Bowles as his first time as head coach. But uh, what do we think? He'll learn. Hopefully. Yeah. Move on. Get an offensive coordinator job somewhere. Come back in two years. Sorry. Any news on Todd Bowles? Any thoughts? Because obviously, King and I discussed Todd Bowles quite a lot last week. Yeah. So No, nothing additional to add. <laughs> I mean, the Jets, Thanks, they've got pieces, haven't they? They've got some pieces, but the, you know, if, if, if you're going to finish bottom of that division every single season, you're going to get fired. Yeah. It's as simple as that. You've, you've got to at least be making progress and at least look like you want to try and beat the Patriots occasionally. It's tough for him as well, because the, the, besides flashes we've seen from Darnold this season... The pieces you're talking about, I'm assuming, are you know Darren Lee, Jamal Adams. Yeah. They're, they're defensive for an offensive-minded yeah. head coach. I mean, they've they've got a couple of receivers as well. Yeah, that are more than serviceable. So yeah, Anderson's been know, good, and, and and whatever the guy that Jim likes, I can't say his name. Quincy Anunwa. <laughs> they they torched Denver this season. One thing last week you did Everyone say that you Denver didn't. This season. <laughs> no, they didn't. Unfortunately, <laughs> no. Ste- Steelers didn't. Steelers oh, Steelers didn't. oh no, the Steelers didn't. They did didn't beat the Raiders. Did you beat the Steelers? We beat the Steelers. It begins. <laughs> it begins. <laughs> the Steelers. Did the Chargers beat the Steelers? I didn't even have to play them. You did. Definitely did. Um, you lot said last week. You two said that you didn't think he'd get fired. I agreed with you. I didn't think he would either. Yeah. Um, I quite like Mike McCarthy for that job, though. I actually thought he was first name on the list to get fired. Yeah. To be honest. when I I'm not sure. First year, back, first year quarterback, I think you give him a little bit of slack. It's, it's got nothing to do with down. the quarterback. It's, it's the rest of it. And if you don't want... You know, if, if, if he's not making any progress in a division with the Bills and the Dolphins... It's first it? year. It's not first year. It was his first for, year. First head coach job. Yeah, first head coach, coach job. job. It's not his first no, year. QB's first year. QB's yeah, first that's year. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about coach. All right. So, <laughs> you know, Todd Bowles, is, you know, he's not getting it done. The I, defense has regressed, despite yeah, having I better mean, players down the spine. Even when you go back a couple of years ago to when um, Sexy Rexy was there, Ooh. you know, defense <laughs> was always on top. <laughs> yeah. And they're just the, slowly, they're the, the defense was on top of Sexy Rexy, was it? <laughs> always, always. He could take the whole defense. <laughs> but no, what the point I'm getting at is that you know the Jets had 
a decent defense and needed an offensive-minded coach to come in and, and move it forward. And all he's done, really, is, like you said, he's regressed the defense. And, yeah. yeah. The offense hasn't improved that much at all. Mm. Let's move on then from Todd Bowles, as the Jets did, to Adam Gase. After getting to the wild card round in his first year in 2016, he went 6-10, and 10, then 7-9. and nine. Dolphins have also promoted GM Chris Greer to VP of Football Operations. Again, last week we discussed Adam Gase going, and sure enough he has. Miami like this kind of merry-go-round of head coaches. And it's just very meh. I don't, it, I don't like it's that. It's always the all. same thing. I don't like this decision. I, I don't mind the mayor stuff because... Was it Philbin who was there for ages that yeah. I thought should yeah. be gone? Yeah, yeah. But um, this is a weird one to me because he's a young guy. He did he he did business with um, with Tannehill. He looked decent coming off a year where they weren't sure whether they're going to give him ex- give him an extension. Um, you know, and, and and when you get an injury at a quarterback position where you've got a veteran there um, on a di- on a long term deal, why why are you making that change? Especially when they've got that relationship. Um, you know, he had Brock Osweiler playing, starting three or four games a season. Like, you can't... How are you penalising the guy for that? Dave. But again, <laughs> isn't Let's it... not forget, though, they were in the hunt for the playoffs for a long time. This mm. It's only at the yeah. very end they dropped out. Yeah, but they were winning games with gadget plays and... <laughs> they were still winning games. Yeah, but there's there's a way to winning. They weren't convincing in any any of their wins. It was their so... away record, wasn't it? They were 1-7 away. You can't get to the playoffs by getting 1-7 away. You no. just can't. They were, at home, they were 6-2, and two, but... I think it's similar to the Jets in that it's just we go three, four years. If it doesn't look like you're improving, you're done, and that seems to be the way. But I think most they, NFL teams. I think now. he they did look like they were improving with him the first season, and then you caught you know your quarterback gets maybe. injured. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't quantify obviously for Tannehill no. being injured. So yeah, all right, maybe I know cars regressed last couple of years. Worth but, another season, but yeah, I, I know cars regressed the last couple of years. But that season he got injured, and you had Connor Cooks playing in the playoffs. It looked legitimately like you were going to, you know, that was a season that you could potentially win something. Yeah, it was, does derail that, your that, season that completely. The, oh, it does completely, yeah, yeah. absolutely and utterly. But, I, you know, I still think you've got to have a bit more than just Tannehill after True. four years being there. True. So. And your best defensive end can't be 4,000 years old. <laughs> Good old Cam Wake. Uh, so, moving on. Dirk Cutter, that was the obvious one. Posted an overall record of 19 and 29 during his time in Tampa whiffed between Winston and backup QBs Uh, and when you don't make a decision and usually it's the wrong decision then you're getting fired so yeah Tampa perennially at the bottom of the NFC South makes sense no arguments what do you guys think does Winston go with him is he on the chopping block now I think he has to be he's got value still he'll have trade value what do you think he'll have a bit of trade value but the thing with Winston is that he's now damaged goods so, you know, all right, he hasn't had a butt fumble, but he's very much like Mark Sanchez was when he left the Jets. He, he's one of these quarterbacks that you think can do something, and he'll probably travel around to a couple of teams and prove that he can't. But there's been precedent set with the first overall pick. Um, someone who has shown promise and then is underperforming in Sam Bradford. He's yeah. been traded twice for a first first round pick. So yeah, he that's the, that, that is the value for Winston now. That that and he may well have the odd season where he you know goes eleven and five or yeah. something and takes teams to the playoffs. Mm. But I just don't think what is he four years in the league now? Five years in the league? Yeah, he's twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, I think I, mm-hmm. I, I'm struggling to see where he makes the improvement to to turn him into that full on full time get you to the playoffs quarterback I think he does still have value I agree 
the thing that's going to devalue him is is, is the fact he's in a final, final year of his contract. Anyone yep. now that takes him is going to have to honour that contract, and that's what twenty two, twenty three million. Well, it'll be a new one, so they'll they'll be yeah. or, they'll be negotiating that as a new but, team. But it's that's what it's going to be as a as a minimum. Otherwise, he's going to just going to sit there and go, mm, "I've got this, I've got this amount, so it's he's, fine." He's not on twenty two million because that's what. Um, no, that's his. Season. That's his guarantee. No, uh, not his guarantee. That's his final his contract. contract. He, he'll still be on his rookie deal. So. What, what do you think of uh, King's idea last week of maybe trading, trading to, to the Jags. Jacksonville for a first round pick? And so, yeah, they, they got they got Bortles. So <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah, an improvement on Bortles. We spoke about it? this earlier, though, didn't we? we yeah. said briefly that. Um, I think we we, Jags make we sense. started off. We had a conversation. We started off trying to name quarterbacks who would be an upgrade. And that just got too silly. So we tried started naming <laughs> quarterbacks who wouldn't be an upgrade. And that was quite but difficult. But isn't this just the conversation we had with Eli Manning last season? Where we all said, well, Eli Manning could go to the Jags because... Yeah, but that know, made sense at the time. You've got Coughlin there and all that yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same with Winston now. Any, any team that, that's looking for a quarterback that doesn't want to go and put a rookie in straight away. And I mean, the draft class from what I know is not great this year. No, you know Winston's going to be serviceable for three or four years as you're rebuilding. I think as well for like Winston to the Jags, the argument for me and why I think it makes sense is he, he although he's got weapons in Evans and Jackson this season, um, you know it, it's a very different team, and I think it suits his play, which is erratic if you keep the ball in his hands. You take the ball out of his hands, put it in Fournette's hands, and and the defense does their work. I think actually that suits Winston's erratic style of play because. He's also got the ability, unlike Blake Bortles, to go out and win games for you. And that's been one of the Jags' problems yeah. this year, is that they've not been able to do that enough. Or they've not done it enough, because they've been playing from behind. Yeah. So, you know, Fournette was out injured for, what, four games in the end total? So, you know, you just you know, your game plan's out the window. So you're right. I mean, he may fit there. It may, may work quite nicely. Obviously, he doesn't have to move house, because it's all within a sort of, you know, He's a Florida boy. radius. But um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. See, I, I think the issue with what you said about him and Fournette is that will Fournette be there next year? They ain't getting rid of Fournette. No, Fournette's not going anywhere. Fournette's not going anywhere. Well, I don't. Not, not on a rookie deal. They, yeah, they're they're, they're going to do everything paying, to keep hold of him. They're only paying. Sorry, they're only paying like five million a year for him. They're not going to. There's there's no point in trading but, him. But they don't seem that happy with him. That's all they've got. <laughs> They get rid of him. It's just going to be three and out. The three and out Jags. Fournette's, you know, it's Josh Gordon light. All right, they might not be happy with him. They might not like him, but they'll still keep him because they know he's a damn good footballer. The same way the Browns do. Unless they, no, unless they get rid of him for a high pick and bring in ooh, Kareem Hunt, I quite like. Oh wow. Well, yeah, but I, I'm not saying that I think they should get rid of him. It's just that there's been a lot of talk about them not being very happy with what he did on Sunday. Oh well, True. yeah, he could he's be more in a couple of incidents, hasn't he, over yeah, the season? And in Buffalo they, as well. Also, they made mention of the fact that obviously the number of games he's missed through injury and suspension. Yeah, yeah, they've got a hide in there, a veteran. So yeah, maybe. Let's move on then. Uh, as did the Cincinnati Bengals with Marvin Lewis. I'm really disappointed about this. They mutually decided to part ways on Monday after 16 seasons <laughs> of mediocrity. Finally. <laughs> My God, I've been waiting for this firing for about eight years, I think. Isn't this like that guy who breaks up with a girlfriend who just keeps on cheating? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's just the glutton for punishment. (laughs) They kept asking him back. They were the glutton for punishment. It was like, could they not see what everyone else could see? It was just unbelievable. I think that's probably the most satisfying of all the firings, I think the Bengals have been very smart, though, because what they've done is bought in his ready-made replacement already with Hugh Jackson. So I think they've been really clever in what they've done. And I hope you can tell the sarcasm in my (laughs) voice as well. 
Yeah, Lewis was the long, second longest tenured head coach in the NFL after Bill Belichick. He got the play, to the playoffs seven times, but never won a game and <laughs> in the playoffs. So, you know. And Andy Reid gets a bad rep. <laughs> Andy Reid does have better teams. R.I.P. Marvin Lewis. Uh, can't believe someone's giving him the job too quickly, but it's the no, NFL, he'll, so. He'll, I, I've got a feeling he'll end up on TV. I like him as I a D. I think he might go the Tony Dungy route. I, li- I like him as a D coordinator somewhere. Same as like North Turner from an offensive perspective. Possibly, they were. I, I, I think he's probably going to explore TV first. To be honest, mm. I think I would if I was him after 16 years of coaching the Bengals. Mm. Then oh, if I can get four, if you can get might, four or five million just to sit and talk about oh, football, yeah, maybe, why not? Maybe that's what Jim gives me. I'm, you know, we'll see. But <laughs> <laughs> four or five million, you're getting underpaid, mate. You mm. know <laughs> That's it. It's yen, though. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drachma. Uh, <laughs> next up with Steve Wilkes. This is a harsh one. He was the 10th coach since 2000 to be fired, either during or after his first season with a team. But uh, as we talked about last week, what? Did hmm? I say that wrong? No, no, no. You're just no, I'm shocked at the I'm stat. Just, yeah, I'm just shocked. You look really yeah. confused there, King. I did look confused, sorry. Um, I don't get why you fire a coach after one season. Well, he's had Arizona no can't. chance to build the team at all and that Arizona team is it's shite he walks into a, a, a team with nothing on it apart from Larry Fitzgerald and Dave Johnson yeah. and you know he's done what he can with a really bad bunch of players put he's some got, respect on Chandler Jones's name <laughs> alright and Chandler and Jones Patrick I'll tell you what I'll just pick out a couple Patrick Peterson, yeah? Patrick Peterson. But other than that you're right though. why They've are got you nothing. firing him after one season he's had no chance to build anything at all well he's but built them into the number if, one position in the draft if you're the GM let's. I'm going to play devil's advocate I'm like you I don't believe he should have got fired but let's just say that you're the GM you're a season in and you think okay this guy isn't our guy He's not the one that we want. He's not the one we thought he would. What do you do? I'm not saying this yeah, is what's happened. The problem with that is that you as the GM bought him for a particular reason. Yes. Now, if that was just to create a stopgap for one year, then fine. But I don't see it. I, I don't understand how you can fire a coach after one season when you've not given him a chance to build anything at all. Especially after they kept Arians lingering for like two more seasons than they should have done. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've, it's like they've like learned the their lesson too suit, much. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck around for too long. I think, I, the, I think it's harsh. What what are you expecting a new man to do? Any different? It just doesn't make sense. That's it. What would Gruden do? Well, I think the answer would have been to fire the GM, Steve Kime. I mean, they tried to underpay Claire's Campbell and Tyron Matthew. They had constant signing of veteran linemen as quick as fixes that didn't work. Um, and also, Steve Kime had a five-week suspension in July for a DUI, which left Steve Wilkes on an island during his first ever training camp, which isn't talked about enough. You want help when you're doing your first training camp. And Kime was sat at home, not allowed to go near the team because of his DUI. So, and you, so yeah, I think they made the wrong firing there as well. But mm-hmm. hey, that's Arizona for you. Yeah. So, is this the start then of the Cardinals being the new Browns, where they're just going to go through coaches for the next ten years and not have a winning season? Could be. <laughs> could be. <laughs> We, we, stay so tuned. We could, <laughs> it could be the start of the Raiders being the new Browns of having losing oh. seasons. No. No, no chance of that. No chance. No. Too many, too many. No. Them in Vegas, they'll be able to yeah. attract free agents as well. Uh, let's then talk about Vance Joseph. His first season in charge of the Broncos Definitely included an eight-game losing streak, but ended this with a sure faith from general manager John Elway after a 5-11 finish. But a 6-10 and season in year two wasn't enough to save his job. Thoughts? 
So Where's the quarterback? So no, I, I agree. <laughs> He's in the, under the pile. I agree in the fact that um, the quarterback choice wasn't the right choice, but it's not quite as bad. It, it's not as bad as it was the year before, but the general play has been worse than it was the year before. There's no plan B. Every it just there's. I'm not sure there was a plan A. That's exactly the whole point. That's exactly the whole point. Imagine how bad we would have been without Lindsay there. Freeman came in and he's done okay. He's not done badly. He's he's a third round pick. So what do you expect? Fourth round actually. He's fourth round pick. So he's kind of what we would have expected. Give him a few reps. We were expecting Devante Booker to be the first choice. That hasn't happened. Without Lindsay, we would be talking a very different record right now. The fact is, though, there there literally has been no progression from last year whatsoever, and there was no reason to keep him. You can make a million cases to get rid of him. There was no no reason to keep him. So Peyton Manning is the new head coach in Denver. Then do you know what? <laughs> There's been a lot of talk of that, but it's not going to happen. You don't I reckon? No, they're interviewing five people at the moment. Um, Flores from. Um, the Pats Chico Munchak Pagano Zach Taylor and some other dude can't remember Zach Taylor <laughs> he's making up names no Zach Taylor he's the quarterback Anyone? coach at uh, the LA Rams oh right okay that's fine yes. so they're, they're of course I, he's responsible for Jared Goff isn't I he? fully expect oh the defensive coach at uh, the Bears that's who else we're hiring uh, interviewing as what, well Khalil Mack. <laughs> so Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio. That's it. So we are inter- we're interviewing five over the next few days. Expect an announcement around about this time next week. I would expect. As a Denver um, fan, what would you want? Would you want a defensive coach or a, an offensive coach? Because your defense is pretty set. It's, yes. Let's be honest. It's not a bad defense. Uh, apart from the secondary, which we're going to have to address in the draft. A little yes. bit of tweaking. You'll do that in the draft. You'll yes. pick up a free agent or two. That'll yes. happen. And the so. players that are currently developing will get better naturally as well. Players so like Will Parks. do you want an offensive coach to help that offense? I, do you want a defensive coach and just tighten it all up and go I would want, Baltimore style? I would want an offensive coach with experience. Because the problem with Vance Joseph, he had one year as a defensive coordinator in Miami and then came straight in as a head coach. The experience wasn't there when things were going badly to go, let's tweak something, let's change this, let's change that. That's not going to happen. The next coach, will, I'm almost certain, will be a defensive coach. The reason being is because we have kind of already decided who's going to be our offensive coordinator and whoever's coming in is going to have to work with that offensive coordinator and that's Gary Kubiak they've kind of decided that that's from everything I'm hearing that that's going to happen and the new coach is coming in has to just deal with that's that. That's risky because I, I agree. If, if you've got Gary Kubiak an ex-head coach as your coordinator whoever comes in is going to have to have a real strong personality uh, to well, get his if he's guaranteed to be a coordinator and they want him to be the coordinator, why is he not being pushed to be the head coach? Well, he was the head coach when they won the Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. So, so why, yeah, it, it makes zero make sense. sense. Does it? Come in and work with it's this like guy. Gibbs going back to the Redskins. He's not going to go back as a coordinator. Well, He'll only go back as head coach. I actually feel bad for Case Keenum as well because you you trade Demarius Thomas. You've got your Mid-season. best your best receiver is a slot receiver who's in his thirties, and. I can't even name one tight end for you. <laughs> like I what, what? I can because he goes on about him constantly. What? Jake Butt. Is he still there? The injured one. The injured, <laughs> injured, one. injured one. Oh, excellent. Who, who, who would be an all-pro better than Gronk tight end, apparently. Wow, but he's okay. he's permanently injured. So. Okay. But but I'm just saying that I don't think... <laughs> Sorry, once the mic. I don't think that... Um, 
Yeah, I don't think it's Keenum's fault that he's got literally no one to throw at. No, no, it's not at all. No, it's not at all. And and that's the thing. It's the just an easy target, isn't he, Case Keenum? Yeah. Problem. One of the problems that we've got is exactly as you say, receivers. Demarius Thomas left because otherwise we'd have had to guarantee a bumper contract next year. So it was a kind of you have to get rid of him, and he's what forty six years old now. Uh-huh. Whatever yeah. it is. So <laughs> um, then Sanders got injured. We're on our fourth choice tight end, Matt Lacasse. Here's a tight end. Before that, it was Jeff Hyman. Of course, was Neil Ross. Before that, he's got his own polo shirt. Before that, it was before that it was Troy Fumagalli. That's not a made-up name. And then it was Jake Butt before that as well. None of them are good. No, they are. They're okay. Got Hoyerman. They're okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Jeff Hyman. Sorry. Yeah. So we haven't got Fumagalli. We have got one touchdown between all of them. No, Matt Lacoste got two, and Hyman got two as well. Elite. <laughs> yes, now you're talking. But they've had split seasons, split seasons between them. But there's not enough defensive. There's not enough offensive talent there. I agree, and that has to be a focus. I just think that the next coach who comes in is going to be a defensive coach because we've already got our OC sorted. If what we're hearing isn't right, and it's from a lot of people who are close to the organisation that Kubiak is going to be the OC. If that's not the case, Kubiak will be involved because he's there at the moment. He's like director of football or whatever, whatever he I'd is. I'd like to change my previous statement on Marvin Lewis. I know where he's going. <laughs> hey. You're an idiot. So, <laughs> the, oh, I've got a lot amazing. of orange. That would be amazing. <laughs> so the fact, if that's not going to be the case, he's involved in team operations at the moment. Then the chances are, if we do go offensive, it's going to be something, someone like Munchak, who knows the organisation of a team so o- O-Line is one of our major weaknesses he's what a nine time Pro Bowl or Hall of Famer Munchak's yeah. serious he, O-Line he know, and he is being interviewed he was interviewed on no he's interviewed today okay. so good luck with that O-Line yeah hey uh, <laughs> uh, Melanie Watson what can you say but again there's been injuries it's constantly routine just rotation of just due to injuries we, what we need is a little bit of fitness I mean yeah every team suffers injuries we've just had a huge amount or depth you need depth. depth. Yeah, that's, that's another thing that we don't have. But. Let's move on, boys. We've done enough firing there. Obviously, Steve Sarkeesian and every uh, coach apart from uh, the head one went in Atlanta. Let's go on to a hiring then, Punk. This was a good one. I like this one. Uh, Mike Mayock. You love going to come at me GM. with all the TV puns you, Do you know want. know what? I don't like this move. I, I, I love it. Up. I think it's a great move. I don't like it because Jay now Leno. I'm going to be ruined on the draft by not watching Mike Mayock <laughs> talk about all the players. You lot like, aren't going to have a clue what you're picking in the draft. <laughs> I've got this to Mel when, when, now. Exactly. <laughs> Mayock's was the only draft board that you could accurately say was pretty pretty much there or thereabouts. Colin Calhoun as well, I think. Fine. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He right. wrote his draft order out after I the love draft. this pickup. Why? Because Mayock is an evaluator of talent. He spots things that most other analysts don't. Okay? He's he's a scout, basically. He's not even really a GM. He's a chief scout. And he's going to go out and find Gruden a whole load of players. That's what he's, also, he's also been doing stuff with the youth players since they're in high school now. Yeah. So the next three or four years, he's miles ahead of everyone else because exactly. he's actually been on the field working with them. So um, I, I like I, love it. I, th- I think it's the perfect fit for a Gruden Gruden type as well, just because he'll 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 literally say this guy is talented and give it two years, and Gruden will just listen to him. Yeah, I like the um, I like the move as well because it is you know it's not. It's not a typical move. You no. don't often see. I, I was at lifelong absolutely gobsmacked. Bro- draft analysts, yeah, right. draft analysts come in as GMs. I no. think it's amazing. It normally goes the other way, doesn't it? Yeah, 
No, I love it. I think it's a great move. Obviously, you know, it will all show in the draft over the next few years. But I think I think f- just going from a hiring this week, I, I can't see anything but positivity. I knew you'd be giddy about this one. Well, I am giddy you, about you this one. You must be giddy. Cause me, you know what? This is the first bit of decent Raiders news we've had pretty much all season. So, you know, I'm I'm entitled to my positivity. Well, Jim, Jim must be giddy because me and you both, look, you know, we've made no bones about the fact we love John Gruden. Yep. And we also both really like Mike Mayock. So yeah. I think from that perspective, the Raiders now are... So you two jumping ship and joining me in becoming no, a Raiders this, fan. I'm so. telling you the I wear a lot of black, so I, I wouldn't be mad be a at bit that. less fun because Mike Mayock is someone you can always turn to and he will give you a good evaluation of a player. We ain't going to get that this year. There you will. you got Daniel Jeremiah. Oh... Uh, don't think that's uh, positive. No, no, I knew that would get that reaction. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so yes, overwhelmingly positive. <laughs> I can't see anything wrong with it. So Vegas, isn't I'm it? sure it's you love. Go on TV. Well, it's just like not? a Trump pick, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Who's on the TV? Right I want to be in that. I want to be in that draft he room. He knows draft people. I want to be in that honest, draft room with Mike them. Mike Mayock knows a little bit more than just being on TV right now. <laughs> I want to be in that draft room with those two because some of their sayings are just hilarious. When he said, you know, when Mike Mayock says he's quicker than he is fast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's twitchy. He's got football speed. Gruden's like, I don't know what you mean, mate. <laughs> <laughs> is he gonna win me a Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. That's what you need to know. Yeah. We're going to move on now, boys, from hiring and firing. Uh, we're going to talk about Antonio Brown because he seems to be dominating the news right now. I don't want to talk too long. All right, please. Well, we might. Oh, we'll move on then. Good. Right. <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, the story is that Brown skipped practice before the Bengals game. Uh, there may have been an argument between Brown and Roethlisberger prior to that. Brown didn't sit up for the game and left at halftime. Uh, since then, he's been courting more controversy by liking recruitment tweets from George Kittle and following Garoppolo and the 49ers on Twitter and liking an Instagram post of him in a 49ers uniform. Um, <laughs> Do you think he maybe wants did, to go to a team in California? I've got, I've had a lot going on, so I didn't realise this was all happening. Oh, yeah. I am loving yeah, this, yeah. by the way. They, uh, the Steelers tried to keep this very, very quiet <laughs> up until... Um, you can't do that with social media now. Yeah, though. exactly. And, and up until, what, last week, I suppose... Um, no one, everyone knew Brown had been suspended for a couple of days of practice here and there, and this, that, and the other. But the the argument with Roethlisberger was new news, mm. and the whole Forty ers thing obviously has just happened since this last weekend. So, so I don't. With, sorry to disrespect all of you except Jim. I really <laughs> don't care what you lot think about it. I'm seriously interested yeah, in what your thoughts exactly. are and whether you want to keep him. Because well, I know what I would want to do in this situation. Yeah, he's he's requested a trade. He hasn't demanded a trade. He's just. Asked for I'm not asking what he's done. What would you do he's in this situation? What, what the situation is right now, okay, if he's got to go, he's got to go. Um, he's been the single most productive receiver in the NFL since the 2013 season. All right, that's a fact. Uh, he's averaged 114 receptions for one one half thousand yards, 11 touchdowns a season during that span. Led the NFL with 15 touchdown receptions this regular season. Um, at the same time, he's 30 years old. This is ninth season in the NFL. Seven-time Pro Bowler. Four-time first-team All-Pro. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time since 2013 that the Steelers aren't in the playoffs. So I can understand why he's frustrated. It's been a weird season for the Steelers. We lost games we should have won. Um, we won some big games like against the Patriots and uh, 
Well, main, mainly I think the concern for, us, for the Steelers, what I see, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you're getting caught by your division, which means you're yeah. at risk of not being in the playoffs in years to come. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Because Lamar concern. Jackson looks decent, Baker Mayfield looks like the real deal, and they've both yeah. got young, you know, they've both got great defences around them. Yeah, you're right. But what I would say about the Steelers and, and specifically about Antonio Brown is that we have a history of moving on wide receivers because we had a kind of conveyor belt of great wide receivers. Yeah. So you look at San Antonio Holmes, we moved him on just after the Super Bowl when he got MVP. You got Mike Wallace, we moved him on yeah. maybe a little bit early, but you know, Manuel we Sanders. got the best years out of him. Sanders, we moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Antonio Brown is the first one we've actually caved and given a big contract to. So uh, we signed him to a four year, 68 million extension back in February of 2017. Um, he's since restructured that contract to help the Steelers cap situation. That means he's got a cap hit of twenty one point two million in twenty nineteen. Um, I've got a question. Yeah, is some of this related to the Lev Bell situation? Well, he Le'Veon Bell was a distraction, and it seems like Antonio Brown has stepped into that void of being the distraction. It's not the first time that Antonio Brown's done something that's annoyed the people, the Steelers' um, organization. Remember a couple of years ago, face- he Facebook, Facebook Live, Live, Facebook Live, um, the, the locker room, room which was just ridiculous. Uh, Usually, when you follow him, he's just talking about food or doing his training workout or his kids. But he does have a... a You're kind following of a, his kids? No, doing his hair. But he has a bit of a punch on every now and again just to be a little bit controversial and kind of step out of... I don't want to say like he shouldn't speak about because I like free speech, but he just kind of says the wrong thing rather than just whatever he wants. So you're um, being incredibly impartial here. What would you do in this situation? I think that if you're got... in charge, are you getting rid of him? Are you keeping him? What are you doing? Are you happy with it as a fan? I think there's, for the cap situation, I think we have to wait until June to trade him to not take a full cap hit on this. Okay. Uh, so he's not going anywhere just yet. I wouldn't have thought anyway. But if we're going to move him on, then we'll have to move him. The same way with Le'Veon Bell. I said, you know, we've had some great years out of him. If we've got to move him on, we've got to move him on because we've got Juju Smith-Schuster now is coming through. Um, James Washington's got promise as well. So I've got confidence that we can pick out wide receivers and we can have these people to come. And also, Juju got MVP of the team this year. And that might have knocked Antonio's nose out of joint as well. Just knowing that you've got the next man up mentality. So That's ridiculous. It might be ridiculous. I'm going to throw my toys on because I'm not the best one. Yeah. That might be what it is though, Dave. It did become obvious that Roethlisberger wasn't throwing him the ball. Yeah, there were times when they weren't relying on Antonio to get the yardage like they used to. I'm I'm going to have to bow to your superior knowledge here, but this season Thank it you. doesn't feel as though he's been normally that that partnership of Roethlisberger Brown is the solid partnership. Well, he's got 15 touchdowns. And but this season it hasn't felt like he's because every time you watch Red Zone or whatever it is, it's Roethlisberger Brown, Roethlisberger Brown, Roethlisberger Brown. Yes, he's got touchdowns, that's fine. But has it been that same partnership? Because it hasn't felt the same this season. That's, I might be wrong. I might be com- completely wrong. That's not Brown's fault though. That's because Roethlisberger is regressing. I don't <laughs> may may well be, but I'm saying is that partnership? Is that because Roethlisberger is regressing, or is it because the partnership's just not there? And is I, it not? I think the bigger question here is what does Brown want as well? Really, like, why would you go to the 49ers? Weather. <laughs> well, he hasn't won a Super Bowl. He's also got over, a house in Miami, so, so he's not going there because he's yeah, he's got a young quarterback, a great head, team, great head coach team on the slide. Mm. But where he's going to be, their main receiver get double team. 
week in week out he gets a bit of space where he is at the moment I've, he does yeah. but you know after nine seasons if you haven't won a Super Bowl yeah. and you're seeing this team and, I get, well, no, I and get, pe- I, people have moved on if, like, he obviously had a good relationship with Le'Veon Bell and he had a good relationship with, with Ben Roethlisberger but I, get, I, ask get me, I get that bit of it though but it's like why specifically San Francisco I don't I, I, I think it's Shanahan, Shan- I think it's Shanahan because the way he runs his offense, he's he's an offensive dream if you're a weapon. So I think I understand. I I think I understand that. Would you rather live in Pittsburgh or San Francisco? <laughs> San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather, rather live, live on Alcatraz in... Island than <laughs> Pittsburgh. I'd rather live in Iran if I'm Oakland fan. Not having that. Look, yeah, but they're only Oakland for another if week. Gonna, if you're going to ask me about a wide receiver and quarterback pairing that yeah. fell out. Brown and Roethlisberger would be nowhere near the top of that list. But that's what I'm asking. I'm not telling you I'm asking. Is but that, it's is happened. That... So I've got to deal with it. It's reality. And we're not moving on Ben because his, his contract's too big. So we're not going to keep him until he, he retires. So it's got to be Brown that goes. So who do you then replace him with? Is it next Juju. man up and it's Juju? Or yeah. are you going and getting someone else elite? Juju, had the, Juju is elite. He had no, a great I season. Uh, he is. He, he just is. He's not yet. He's not he, yet. All right, but the same way Antonio Brown he wasn't is. elite the first season he was in the league. He's he, there, he's close, he's getting there. And like I said, he Juju did get team MVP, so I think they're going to be focusing on him, and especially if they're going to move Antonio out of the out of the building. If that was his last, well, week 16 was his last game. So you're, you're saving 20 million on Brown and potentially how much on Bell? So oh, well, that was yeah, have a decent, or so. decent bit of cap space soon. Yeah, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Mm. I mean, the reason I'm talking about San Fran, obviously Antonio's not stupid. He would have talked to people about yeah. where he should aim at. Yeah. There's, uh, a, there's a lot of talk. A, a hundred million, I think, in the free cap. Yeah. So mm. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of talk at the moment of um, Bell, and I'm changing subject to slightly, Bell to the Buccaneers. And it really? seems, yeah, okay. and I'm, I don't really, I've no reason well, why. Well, he's just, he's just getting his name about now. Yeah, he's looking at teams that need a uh, running back. And uh, targeting teams that are down the bottom, so a nice warm weather as well. He does like it down near Miami. So, mm. yeah, that's I've, I've got nothing else to say about Antonio Brown. I've I've loved his uh, career in Pittsburgh. I, I wish it didn't happen like the way it's happening right now, but I'm sure there'll be more to come. <laughs> it's, it's weird though how quickly it deteriorated as well, though, because you yeah. look at his post earlier on in the week where he was like he'd all his all of his jerseys put an S at the end of it yeah he seemed well on board with it and then come later on in the week he's had enough something's yeah something's just gone on there but you, you, maybe they can work it all out you just don't know mm. he's he's seems to have a bit of a cooler head on his shoulders than Navion Bell does so there, there may be some talking to him but it depends if he really thinks that he can engineer a move out to San Fran and, and work with Shanahan and Garoppolo and he's been given some assurances or something then or his agents in his ear then then maybe they're coming back from it. Mm. Either way, that's not my biggest concern right now for the Steelers. So, what is? <laughs> not in the playoffs. <laughs> not in the playoffs. The Ravens are. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Let's move on, then, boys. Let's do the picks from Week Seventeen. Uh, it was the king versus all the people. We had a rumble on king, and yeah, this was for all the marbles. How do you think you did, king? I've got no idea. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> do do we find out who came top out of everyone else? It's a little mini. I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in the rumble, 
were Nick, the Jet. We had Kimmy, who's a proper Raiders fan, punk. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Did you Whoa. pick the Raiders? That's a bit harsh. Did well, you no, pick... of course I didn't pick the Raiders. No, you're not a proper fan then. I picked the Broncos. Shows I'm an idiot. <laughs> we had Agreed. Lou, who's a Giants fan. Mike, who is, is a Chiefs fan. Uh, so, and then for us, we had Cy, Punk, Dave and myself. Although I do agree with you, Kimmy is a proper Raiders fan. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, so, all of us went up against the King in week 17. Uh, and, King, unfortunately, you finished 11-5. and five. That's not Which is annoying. Not bad. You, yeah, I know. That's what I mean. So when you said unfortunately, I'm like, does that mean unfortunately you've for us? Mean, oh, right. uh, so how did pe- you do it? Do you do an average? If we're doing an average, we also got eleven. Okay. What What are you doing then? That I win. Do it another way. I can't do it anyway where we win. Do and Dave. It must be a way we we can concoct this. So we, <laughs> well, if we just add, add all our add scores all together, together, yeah, we we demand together, a republic. We've crushed you. <laughs> Shocker by four points. Give the people what they want. Yeah, you went into the weekend two points ahead. So as it was a tie this weekend, effectively, mm-hmm. you finished the season 158 out of 254 picks correct. That is a 62% hit rate, King. I'll take that. And the people. 156 out of 254 that's a 61% Boom. hit rate so there it is guys uh, I want to just say thank you to obviously uh, Nick, Kimmy, Lou and Mike for putting in their picks for the people and through the season as well um, what else we have we had Patriot Mark we had uh, Viking Stew we had Seahawk Dave uh, Will the Jag yeah we had uh, Paul the Redskin Ben the Bengal Connor the Giants fan Dean the Saints fan yeah we had loads uh, actually there were some people that played you twice obviously uh, Mike the Chiefs fan beat you both times King well, no one I... else got you twice would you say he was white heart he was white heart <laughs> uh, Dave you tied him in week 12 and then beat him in yes. week 17 yes I did uh, as well as Nick Nick tied him in week 3 and then beat uh, there's a lot of ties 17. this season there were so out of everyone who who got the most well, me, because so, we've just gone through it. No, not overall. <laughs> the individuals, I mean. so Nick got 12 out of 16. Uh, Mike got 12 out of 16. Punk and Dave got 12 out of 16. I'll take that. Fair play. Everyone, else, long. everyone else got 10, except for me. I got 9. <laughs> <laughs> so you were last. I swung for the fences. Yeah, I did some outlier picks. and, uh, right. yeah. and <laughs> I did like... some random ones as well. You did go outlier yeah. a little bit, but yeah. yeah. Can we um can we talk about the fantasy leagues? I think to add credibility, just to add credibility to the podcast. <laughs> okay. I think we've got the top four here. Yeah, we got the top four here, haven't we? In our league. Yeah, yeah. I think and and Dave's here as well. Dave's here as well. <laughs> yeah. Dave is here as well. Dave, you came eleventh out of uh, twelve. So thoughts? I've been consistent. <laughs> hey, I was the most consistent out of everyone. I just kept losing. And, and the thing is, I'm putting mine down to auto drafting round one and round two. That's <sighs> that's. It did you a favour, mate. I got to be honest. <laughs> Obviously, seen as I finished eleven, <laughs> <11th. laughs> you didn't trade him away, did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> Troy for Magali, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Morrow. Um Yeah, and also in our podcast league against other podcasts that you should never listen to, um, we finished third. So we won. We won the uh, runners up game. Out of how many? Uh, 20 it felt like oh, that's good. so many so many took a week to draft it was horrific but uh, we got through it all um, yeah those were the picks thank you so much everyone that uh, was involved in the picks over the year we'll of course do it again next year but this time the king has beaten the people boo boo 
And just for the record, in terms of fantasy, I was joint 10th, not 11th. (laughs) (laughs) I'm clinging. It's wildcard time, people. Playoffs! Yay! We've got four games this weekend. We know the 12 teams that are going to be battling out to win the Super Bowl 53. Uh, For the AFC side, you've got the Chiefs uh, in the number one spot. And the Patriots got the second spot. So got a uh, Texans got third. Ravens got fourth as division winners. And then it's the Chargers with the fifth seed and the Colts with the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. On the NFC... Do you know what? I'm just going to say, let's ignore all this. I just don't care. I just don't care because for me, it's all about the big names. It's about the big reputations. It's about the big teams who've been there and done it before. I'm saying I'm going to match up with you here. And I'm just simply going to stick this over here, Tom. Hang on a minute. There you go. Patsy's got to win it. Patsy's got to win it. Belichick, Brady. Should we talk about the NFC side, punks? Does anyone know about the NFC? Yeah, I I think we should talk about the (laughs) NFC side. Um, Sky Sports obviously don't want to. No. But I think, you know, we should. Okay. Uh, On the NFC side, the Saints got the number one seed. Then the Rams got the second. Uh, The Bears finished in the third seed. Cowboys fourth. And then it's the Seahawks at fifth, and the Eagles snuck in in sixth. Mm. Never in doubt. First game, then, guys, is the Colts at Texans. Previous matchups, they actually played twice because they're division rivals. Uh, in week four, uh, it was a 37 34 Texans win in overtime against Indy. Uh, they went for a fourth down following a field goal at each in overtime. Uh, though that decision lost the game for the Colts, it has been cited as a turning point for the team that they would rather go for it than punt. So it was um, liked in the locker room. Uh, and then week 14, it was a 24-21 win for the Colts in Houston. T.Y. Hilton went for 199 yards. Three of T.Y. Hilton's four highest receiving yard performances in his career have come versus the Texans. Colts are on a four-game winning streak and have won nine of the last ten games. Texans lost their first three games, then went on a 10-game win streak. Their two losses since week three have come to the Colts and Eagles, and the Eagles game was in Philly with a last-second field goal. So these are two teams quite hot. Evenly (laughs) matched as well. Yeah. In a big way. What are we thinking? Sorry. Flip a coin? (laughs) That's Uh, what the players are all about. (laughs) Well, yeah, obviously. That's what you want. Um, I'm I'm edging towards the Colts. I think just um, yeah, don't, just don't know really why. Mm. But Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck, yeah. Yeah. Andrew Luck yeah. in the playoffs is dangerous. There is something about this Colts team that I really really like, and I can't quite put my finger on it. Now, obviously, Luck coming back after two years and playing the way he's playing is some of it, but I think they've got. A worthy defense now. They got the well. leading tackler in the whole league. They have got the leading. That makes a massive difference. But I think it's it's for me. I just think they're a bit too tricksy. I think that if there's a team of destiny in this year's playoffs, I think it could be the Colts. Mm. Well, not the Eagles. No, that was last year. That was that was their destiny last year. No. This year, <laughs> they do. Last look, year was brilliant. They, they <laughs> that do. Was look, a dry run, wasn't they it? Do look, they do look like last year's um, yeah. Eagles. To be fair, we do. We'll talk about them afterwards. It's only taken them seventeen games. So. Except you not got big dick Nick this time. Let's do a quick injury report. So for the Colts, looks like centre Ryan Kelly will be playing this weekend after practicing on Wednesday. 
T.Y. Hilton has already said that he's playing, but did re-injure his ankle last Sunday against the Jags. Uh, the Texans could get a lift at one of their weakest positions, which is wide receiver, as Kiki Kute, who has been battling hamstring issues for most of the season, has been practicing. The only wide receiver on the current roster, not named DeAndre Hopkins, who has had a 100-yard receiving game this season. So that's good news for the Texans, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. There just seems to be an aura about the Colts and the Texans, <laughs> and the, the Colts have the one-upmanship over their division rivals. They do. So, Despite the fact that Texans have the three seed and the Texans Watson have the better team, never loses by more than one score. Yeah, they've got the better team. I agree. Texans, J- JJ Texans. Watt and Clowney walk into well any team, frankly, yeah, yeah. but definitely Absolutely. the Colts. But there's just something about this. There's there's some pixie dust mm. floating around this Indianapolis team. I think, mm. and I can just see them going in there and probably. You know, it'll probably be a very close game like the others have been this season, but is that. I can just see luck pulling something special out of the bag in the last five minutes or so. So what do you, you think you think Colts then? <laughs> yeah, I go Colts. You go Colts. Dave, what are your thoughts? Uh, I want the Colts to win. I think the Texans will win, if I'm honest. I really hope the ten- Texans don't win. I can't be dealing with seeing Deshaun Watson wiping his nose when he scores a touchdown again. Dirty bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What's next then, Jim? What's the next game on the agenda? Talk to us. Next game is one you're going to love here. It's the LA Chargers Mm -hmm. at the Baltimore Ravens. So, (laughs) previous matchup. So, they met in week 16. So, just two weeks ago, the Ravens beat the Chargers 22-10 in LA. Two interceptions for Rivers, one on the first and last drives. Lamar Jackson had 68-yard touchdown pass to Mark Andrews and 160 yards team rushing. The Chargers' four losses in their 12-4 season came in Week 1 and Week 3 to the Chiefs and Rams, Week 11 in a one-point loss to the Broncos, and that Ravens loss in 16. Um, at the Ravens' bye week, the Ravens were 4-5. and five. Only a Week 14 overtime loss that the Chiefs got in the way of a complete turnaround with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Now, 11-12 and 12 games were against the Bengals and Raiders, then the 13 was the Falcons, 15 the Bucks, and 17 the Browns, so... You could argue their run was a little bit easier um, on defense. We beat the Steelers. Yeah, but okay. You got up for one game. Congratulations. You still came bottom of the so did, AFC so did West. We. We, we you came Steelers third well. in the AFC West. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I don't think you can sit there and say their schedule is easier this and this, that, and the other. It's a tough division. Mm. <laughs> not as tough as AFC North. Is it not? Got the no. Chiefs in it, mate. The Chiefs are the best team. We've got two teams. The top two teams are 24 the best wins team. between them. Of course it's the number one seed. Division. Yeah, yeah, same record, though. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not having to go at the Chargers. We're talking about the bloody Broncos and Raiders again. They, they, why are we talking about those two teams? Why, well, they, we have to, they have to try and keep themselves relevant. <laughs> <don't> they? So, <laughs> I think it's great when your three non-playoff teams battle out. I think that's an, you know, it's nice to see. Brilliant. Yes, you can say it this year. So... <laughs> Come on, guys. What's happening with this game? Okay, Ravens, Chargers. Chargers obviously have the offense. Philly Rev. And the defense. Melvin Gordon. They've got a defense, <laughs> but it's not the Ravens' defense. No, if the Ravens' ra- defense is a ridiculously good defense. They've got a front now, runner for defensive rookie of the, the year. The problem you have with the Ravens, it's the problem I've had all season since they put Jackson in. This is basically the 49ers Colin Kaepernick season again. Yeah. So someone's either going to figure it out and knock them out of the playoffs quite quickly... Or 
they're probably going to go all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm. I, I think um, I think the the big thing for the Chargers is that they need to look after the ball better. Mm-hmm. If you look at the the previous meeting against the Ravens, you said what two interceptions yep. that Rivers had. I think mm-hmm. they need to look after the ball better. I agree. That. I agree. Well, my my two pennies worth is I think the Ravens win this game just because their defense is better. Although I love Derwin James, one of my favorite defensive players at the moment. They, there's not enough of a run game for the Chargers, and oh, Ooh, oh controversial. What? Is their running back not out injured? Melvin Gordon Melvin was a f- Gordon. Uh, uh, uh. he was a full participant in practice on Wednesday for the Chargers, despite an ankle issue. He- Gordon did, did not return after he tweaked correct. his ankle last week against the Denver Broncos. They pulled him out as a precaution. And as soon as he as soon as he knocked and it, backup, we got a the game decent backup away. as well. Austin back. Eckler, mm. Eckler's not bad either, to be fair. But he, I mean, he's not Melvin Gordon, but he's no mm. Lamar Jackson. He's no Lamar Jackson. <laughs> no. no, he plays running back <laughs> for the Chargers. So Jackson. So he's Lamar Jackson. <laughs> plays running back for the. There were a few times in the the game on Sunday when you saw the Ravens where they had third and long situations and they would not trust Lamar Jackson to throw it. Yeah, they still went for run plays or quarterback draw plays. Mm-hmm. It's, it's how can you how can you get so far when you don't even trust your quarterback to throw it eight yards? Yeah, I think I think that's probably another thing that stands in the Chargers' stead as well. They've got a good enough defense to put them in those third and long situations regularly enough in the game. We can only hope so. <laughs> oh, I hope they win. I'm a, I'm a Chargers fan this weekend. Oh, thanks, I don't know if you man. know, but uh, just for this one weekend. <laughs> no, for the all weekend. Nah. You're not even a Chargers fan anymore, are you, King? Huh? I'm spin supporting them. <laughs> They're back in the My own way. And the Bills and the Pats and the Jays <laughs> and the Browns. What? Because I rate Yeah, you players. did actually say you were Closet Browns. Closet Browns, yeah. Closet Browns. And you're definitely a Closet Bills fan. Closet Browns. Closet Browns. Browns. I like the Raiders because I always wear black, so that's a solid team. <laughs> So go on then, who's who are we picking in this one then? Yeah. Denver. Ravens. But you went Ravens, didn't you? So Kings obviously going Chargers. I think it will be close, but I, yeah. I think it'll be very close. I'm going I'm gonna go Chargers just. So that's two one to Chargers. I'm gonna go Chargers as well. <laughs> uh not least because they were my pick to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC at the beginning of the season. I'm like that pick looks good. I'm if Verrett really didn't get injured as well, that pick's looking real good because he's a Pro Bowl cornerback. We're missing. Just worried about that 22-10 week 16 result, King. I just two weeks ago. the thing that worries me. I think defensively, secondary, we got we're fine. Up front, we're okay. We need a defensive tackle really, but the um, it's the linebackers with Lamar Jackson. I think we need more pace. That's the thing I am I am wary of. Yeah. But if Bosa and um, and Ingram can stay disciplined with their, their lanes, then I think they'll be able. To, we, we're one team that's got the defensive ends to actually be able to stop him. And that's always the way to beat run option is discipline. Yeah. If you get everyone in their lane, make them stay in their lane. Mm. It doesn't matter if they throw a three yard out. Yeah. You know, that's not going to hurt you. But if you if you can keep Jackson in the pocket or yeah. somewhere, you know, scrambling around behind the line, then mm. you've got a massive. Chance. I think with Bosa as well. I think if he can hit him early, I think that if you can fluster a bad thrower, he's going to be a worse thrower. Um, he's always going to be. He's always going to get yards. <laughs> yeah. He's always going to get yards on the floor. Hundred percent. He's going to be. You know, there will be plays where he can. You know, he's just that. He's that quick. But the. Um, I think they can massively impact him. Sorry, we got it on in the background, and Bosa's just sacked a QB. So if he can do that early doors. Um, I do think that will make a, a massive, massive difference. If he stays upright for the first quarter, we're in trouble. I think one of the biggest keys could be Derwin James because he's so quick and so good at reading the game. A lot of the times for a safety or cornerback, you see him sacking 
uh, well, you see him tackling a runner, and you don't often see that at the line. Mm-hmm. So he's so dynamic and so quick and can read the game so well, it could end up being him that ends up tackling Jackson, and he's quick enough to tackle Jackson. And Dave's sponsored by Derwin James, yes. just in case you weren't wondering. <laughs> and he was picked after the Raiders picked Alton Miller. Ooh. Just, just, Ooh. just putting it out there. Everyone yeah, knows so, it. So, so are about three hundred <laughs> other people, but you know, it was yeah after Chubb as well. Yeah, I like Chubb. yeah, but he's not a James. There are no injury concerns for the Ravens going into this matchup, and of course they are playing at home, so M and T Bank Stadium should be rocking for that one. I had a thought, so <sighs> just really don't want him to go through. Really don't want to go. Uh, let's move on then to the NFC side of the uh, the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. And they start with the Seattle Seahawks at the Dallas Cowboys. Now, they did actually meet up in week three. The Seahawks beat the Cowboys 24-13 to 13, uh, in Seattle. Prescott threw two interceptions in the game. Chris Carson ran for over 100 yards in the touchdown uh, for Seattle. Zeke also ran for over 120 yards, but it was 17-3 at halftime, and the game was pretty much out of reach for Dallas at that point. Both teams have a 10-6 record. But the Rams' success pushed the Seahawks into a five seed. Both have won their last two games. Seahawks toppled the Chiefs in Week 16, then scraped to win in Week 17 against the Cards, whereas the Cowboys did shut down the Saints' offense with a 13-10 win in Week 13. But their one loss the in the last backup offense wasn't in Week 13. Uh, wasn't wasn't back in Week 13. But their one loss uh, for the Cowboys in the last eight weeks was a 23 to nothing shutout from the Colts, which. Means you've got to think about both these teams, right? Mm. That was a that was a bad game. That was a real bad They've game. They've got it in them, haven't they? Yeah. The, the Cowboys have got it in them to do they, nothing on offense. They remind me a little bit of um the Vikings this season. There's been a couple of times you watch the Vikings going, You lot are decent, and then there's a couple of times you watch them going, You suck. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So if if they're okay Like this weekend. Yes. <laughs> if you if you I for me, I as far as I'm concerned, it's all about um the run game for the Cowboys, if they, if they can master the run game and they get yards, then they win. I, I'd I'd probably say it's the the other way round. Well, well, I know. I, I was yeah. surprised to see that the Seahawks are first ranked rushing offense. Yeah, that's because what is it? Sixty five percent of their plays are runs. Yeah, but then Cowboys on the flip side are fifth ranked rushing Russian defense. So I it'll, think if, it'll be a good matchup. Yeah, I think it comes down to that side more than the other one. And I think I'm right in saying that Van Der Esch is out this week. No, I think oh. he's probably going to play. Uh, is Sean Lee injured yet or not? <laughs> it's playoff football. Sean Lee's always injured. Yes, yeah, so, so looking at the Van der Esch, I think it's top I've five in little, tackles still. I have got a little report here. So for Cowboys Pro Bowl left tackle Tyron Smith and right guard Zach Martin were able to practice the past two days after not playing in the regular season finale. But left guard Xavier Suafilo has not uh, because of an ankle injury. Tyron Crawford has practiced the past two days for the first time since suffering a neck injury back in December 23rd. And the expectation is he will play if he does not suffer a setback, which would be a boost to the defensive line. Uh, on the Seattle side, cornerback Shaquille Griffin did not return in Seattle's win over Arizona on Sunday after spraining his ankle. Pete Carroll said that both Griffin and left guard J.R. Sweezy, who's suffering with a sprained foot, would be ready to play on Sunday. Yeah, that's good news because they were targeting the uh, backup cornerback mm. the Cardinals in the Week 17 matchup, which went down to the wire. I think the Seahawks are going to smash them. Yeah, yeah. I think that as well. To be honest, I I, I can't see Dallas winning in Dallas? the game at all. I don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where the game's played. Seahawks are just so much more on offense and and have a good enough defense. I agree as well. 
I really think they're going to smash them. So I, I'm going out on my own again. Saying <laughs> that the, I was on my own with the Ravens. I'll be on my own again. I think I think the Cowboys win this game. It's your favourite place, being that's, out on your own. That's good then, because <laughs> as we saw from the fantasy and, and sort of just basic football knowledge, that means, yeah. Exactly. Done <laughs> Congrats, Seahawks. Uh, and and congrats. Well. Don't, don't, forget, don't forget life. <laughs> life. We're obviously all winning at life, yeah. and Dave isn't. Really? Wow. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great coffee, Jim. Thank you. So, so Jim, what's what's your pick? Obviously, we've I've gone I've learned I've learned over this season that I'm not very good at picking results. So I'm, I can't. <laughs> All four of these games are so tight. I'm so happy that we've got actually competitive games going on this. This, this year, is the most nothing game in the playoffs. Year, this last year was much neither of these teams is getting any nothing games. You reckon? Really? I don't know. Cowboys are hot and cold, and I think that if you get Zeke moving, yeah, but they're normally cold, cold hot. So, which doesn't normally work in the playoffs. At home, they're seven and one record. Mm. Seahawks are four and four away. Yeah, but the very yeah, but most they're... they're getting is one home game, and then they yeah. go and play. But that doesn't mean they can't beat. The yeah, Seahawks but they play in a home. division with New York and a team with an injured quarterback. Or Redskins. Yeah. And the Eagles yeah. have been hot and cold this season as well. Yeah, I know, but it still so is it's quite. Record. It's you know seven and one though. It's precedent. It's not complete. I can't commit to. <laughs> you got. You got to commit. That's how this works. Are you going to pick the splinters out your ass after we leave, or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pick. No, them. please do it after we leave. But <laughs> yeah. make a decision. Now. <laughs> I think it's going to be a tighter game than you think it is. I can't see any smashing going on. There. Okay, well, say a team. Seahawks. There we go. There you go. Four one. I'm happy I'm on my own on that one. <laughs> Wolf. I'll be sure to send out a message when they when uh, the Cowboys win go and see. I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas win this game. I wouldn't be surprised if all of our picks are wrong in, in this because, you know, it's player football and like you said before, yeah, all of these teams are quite capable of beating each other. It's just who turns up on the day. Yep. Yep. And that means the last game, this is probably the hardest one of all, is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Chicago Bears. There were no previous meetings this regular season between the two. Uh, so you've got the reigning champion Eagles with the sixth seed in NFC. Carson Wentz was injured in the week 14 loss away to the Cowboys. Foles has come in and won three straight, including <laughs> beating the Rams in LA and the Texans at home. He's the best He's the best then, backup in the league. Then a 24 to nothing shutout of the poor Redskins. Um, on the other side, after week seven, the Bears were three and three. Then they, like the Colts, won nine of the remaining ten games. They swept the Lions and Vikings. They also beat the Rams in Chicago. Uh, they won the division at home to the Packers. Their one loss in the streak came away to the Giants. You could say the schedule was, again, slightly kind to the Bears on that streak. So they had the 49ers, Jets, Bills, Lions and Vikings twice, and Packers on a down year. Which I think would be fair to say that was a slightly Still easy. Aaron Rodgers. So he the Vikings, Vikings well. still, still played the Vikings twice. Yeah, Vikings are decent. And they got the wins. Good. So what are we thinking? Sai? Well, I'm going to stick my neck. I think the Eagles are going to win. I do. I really Such do. a homer. Yeah. Well, no, hang on a minute. Aren't you, supposed to, aren't you supposed to go against your team as well? Is that not the rule? Yeah. No, I, 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 think, I, think, I think we're going to do it. Why are you going to do it over the Chicago Bears? Have you seen that defense? Yeah, I know. That that's my big concern. We need to establish the run early and, is this and in stick Chi- with it at Chicago. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Soldier Field. Yeah, I don't care where it is. Well, you guys, play, you don't care. I, the time I do care is when a team like Miami goes to like Buffalo or Philly it's the or weather, yeah. somewhere. It's the mm. weather. 
you know, the Bucks couldn't win at Philadelphia for what, how many years? Five, six years in a row before they won a Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't think the weather is going to play a part in this. I don't think there's a home field advantage from that perspective. But Chicago is a tough place to go. Unless we end up with another fog bowl. Yeah. Chicago might be the only team that's got rougher fans than Philadelphia as well. You think? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, I think anyone's going to I doubt it. <laughs> well, uh, I'll pick this early. Go on, then. Bears will win this quite comfortably. It's because you're a Cleo Mack lover. I am a Cleo Mack lover. Are you going you know to change to be a Chicago Mac. fan? No, I'm not changing last to be week. Chicago. And, and you, you really think I look like I should have been on the 85 <laughs> Bears? See? Just proves I do listen to the podcast when I'm not on them. But uh, no, Chicago. Yes, I do think Chicago's that. defense will win this game. I can't tell maths wise how old you are. If that's a compliment, or I'm really disrespecting you. Evanescent is that face ethereal. Yeah. So you think the Bears are going to win? Bears will win. Bears will win. That defense. Well, with Mitch Trubisky throwing it. It doesn't matter. To Mitch Taylor Trubisky Gabriel throws it. Jordan Howard runs it. Tariq Cohen slimmies it through the line it makes no difference the Bears defence will win this game hang on a minute has our D-line like got loads of gaps in it all of a sudden no but it's nowhere near as good as, as the Bears Bears D's going to pull your O-line apart they've got a really good O-line they've got Lane Johnson who's going to have a good time with double teaming on Khalil Mack yeah like he did when we played the Raiders last season yeah there yeah, is game footage of him against Cleo Mack. Yeah, but it's a lot easier playing at a Raiders team that only has one superstar on defence against this Bears team who just work as a unit. Yeah, you've got Hakeem it's, Hicks it's, as well, haven't you? That's you've got Hakeem Nicks. You've, you've also got that secondary that just takes the ball away from people for fun. I mean, they are so violent in some of their plays. It's untrue. That brings up the injury report, Punk. So, uh, Pro Bowl safety Eddie Jackson and linebacker Aaron Lynch continue to sit out practice but wide receivers Alan Robinson Taylor Gabriel and Anthony Miller sh- uh, all had full participation in pr- advance of Sunday's playoff game against Philadelphia the Bears also reported that right guard Kyle Long practiced without restrictions so great news for the O-line on the Bears mm-hmm. uh, for the Eagles Nick Foles reported some lingering soreness in his ribs after taking a few licks against the Bears defence in week 16 Redskins defense. sorry Redskins defence in week 16 17 other no than that, <laughs> other than that you're right not the Redskins game the week before. Oh no, he, but he took a big hit in the Redskins game, which yeah, bruised his ribs. Yeah, he's still hurting. Snick <laughs> <laughs> Files, he can do anything though. He can. So that's one side of the sofa. What's uh, over this side, King Dave? I don't see Philly scoring enough points. I think the Bears win. I think their defense is just too good. Defense wins championships. King. Cliches win podcasts. <laughs> Why I'm here? <laughs> uh, I got no idea, man. I got no idea because we got we got an Eagles fan here, so I'm gonna say Eagles. See, the weakness on the Eagles defense is their secondary. Yeah, but that doesn't matter when you're playing the Bears who can't throw it. So Trubisky's put up some points this year, though. Yeah, but not by slinging it deep. No, by QB so runs actually, on the two yard line. <laughs> what What is worse about the Eagles front seven? Huh? Are they worse than last year? What, on a D? Yeah. Uh, no, don't think so. I think they're not as good as they were last year. I don't think they're getting as much production as no. last year. No, that's true, actually. I don't think they're, they're, they're worse. I think, you know, Michael Bennett coming in, I thought that was a pretty good acquisition. I love I think, Michael Bennett. I think he's done a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think they're, they're worse. I think just production's mm. down yeah. from them. 
Yeah. But actually, if you look at it as well, though, that's actually on an increase at the right time. That's the other thing, is that yeah. we're kind of peaking at a good time. Yeah, you do look like last year, because this mm. is what you were doing last year. Everyone yeah. thought you'd be completely wayward when Wentz went out, and... Uh, yeah, it seems happen, to, seem it? to galvanise them as a unit. So I think that from that perspective, it's, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen two years in a row. Well, well I don't think they're gonna. I don't feel good. I don't think they're gonna win. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl. But I think they've got a chance to win this. It's a toss up. Oh, all these games because I don't. A, I'm, a I'm with. I'm games. with Jim. I don't trust. I don't wrong. trust Trubisky. I I trust a backup quarterback in Nick Foles more than I trust Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Because one of them is the Super Bowl MVP. I trust the Bears' defense more than I trust any and, other. Unit and that's on that and that's the only argument you've you can have really for the Bears. As well, you've got you can't get through the game just on defense. Oh, but you can. You can try. Baltimore Ravens won a Super Bowl doing it. Put some respect on Trent Dilfer's name. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Trent Dilfer, well, Mitch Trubisky. Basically, and the they had Jamal thing. Jackson. Actually, to be fair, they had a good yeah, running they back. Did, they did have a fairly good running back. Then mm. Tariq Cohen's a good running back. Enjoy that. Yeah. Just saying that the the Bears offense plays into the Eagles defense. Is so trans. you're going Eagles then, obviously. I'm just saying that yeah, I can't trust Trubisky enough. Yeah, so it's Howard. Yeah. I'll pick Eagles. Okay. Just because there's going to be an upset or two. What did you go for? Wild card uh, Three Eagles, two Good. Good stuff. Three Eagles. We've got three Eagles picks in this. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wasn't expecting that because that Bears defense is legit, and it would be it good. Is. It's tough but to pick I, against I, them. It is, but they're going to carry Trubisky for another few seasons before they realise just that he can't actually get it done. But there is that feeling. It's not Philly, that bad. Though. It's not that great either. Yeah, but yeah, true. <laughs> but there's loads of quarterbacks. He's like that, that. Yeah, but he's that kind of quarterback. You already talked about King. That, that, you can say that about three quarters that franchise of the quarterbacks killer. in the NFL. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, but then what's the point of keeping him? Uh, there's not enough quarterbacks. Yeah. It's just not. <laughs> Everyone knows it. Sitting out. Everyone knows it. Get me Jay Cutler on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you won't come to the phone? <laughs> That's it, guys. Those are the four games. Uh-huh. Obviously, we've got the other four teams uh, in the playoffs. Don't know if we want to talk about them at all. Can we just because but... no, it's first coming up to the first week? I'm, I've completely just off the cuff thought of this. Yeah. Who do we all reckon is going to win the Super Bowl? Got to decide who's getting to the Super Bowl first. Well, I know. I'm just saying, who do you think is going to win it now? Yep, just set. one. I pick the Saints from the start. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Bears just because I. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that though because I don't want to pick any of the top three who are for me the Chiefs, the Pats, and the Saints. For so, me, so, they're the top. So three. You, you're picking the Bears. So the Eagles are definitely winning because this will be like your Panthers. exactly. Yeah, 100. Exactly. Pre- I appreciate that. <laughs> Why are the Chargers in the top three? They got a better record than the uh, Pats. Okay. No, no. Seeding says different, but <laughs> because it's Patriots. Okay, okay. That's it. Right. At the start of the season, I said the Super Bowl would be the Battle of LA. Uh huh. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, hey, I like that's not looking bad now, is it? What about you? So then? who are you going? Who's going to win it? Because I'm pretty sure I think I know who you I mean. Think the Rams probably yeah. win it. I yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Battle of LA for now. But there are a couple of teams in there in the Colts, the Bears. Just could got a little bit of magic, haven't they? Way through. Yeah, I think the Rams. See, I worry about the Rams. Looking back to when we played them, mm. like was it three weeks ago. Mm. But oh, a few teams like the Bears have shown up the the problems with the yeah the Rams. Yeah, you can fluster golf, when, and if you can do that, what? That's the thing. When Denver played them, I went to the game, and yeah. you could see they weren't as they're not they didn't flow as much. I mean, we we played the Chiefs twice, and the 
Chiefs looked like I mean we were relatively close to them but they looked like they could have torched us the Rams didn't yeah when they play a half decent D it it shows up and they've now rested Todd Gurley for two weeks they've got the bye week coming up now mm-hmm. that's three whole weeks of not playing anything and we, we know what happened some, a few of the teams this weekend or last week just gone kept their starters in because there is one trainer thought that says that you don't want to lose momentum mm-hmm. for your starting players mm-hmm. three weeks off He's, you don't know what's going to happen with Todd Gurley. It's a very different position. They're running back to, you know, say a wide receiver or safety or whatever. You, you are getting hit every play. Every time you've got the ball, you are going to get hit. Mm. Or nine times out of ten. Um, so it's not like he's not going to be fit. Like the guy is a machine. So I think that. I, I think it's a good idea. I also think as well, they've got like CJ Anderson in there who's done pretty damn well mm-hmm. so even if they ease him back Dave's in. loving that <clears throat> he's been great actually to be fair but he looks like a pro bowler with the Rams I think <laughs> probably what you can do with a decent I've O-line always said to, I've always said to you Punk he's decent he's alright it's, it's, it's one of those O-line questions isn't it yeah. it's, mm. you put any de- half decent running back behind a half decent O-line mm. you're gonna get production yeah because you say that's a in between your O-line don't you oh that's a line like it's just <laughs> doesn't look like one does it <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting stick off a Chargers fan. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. You are, yeah. yeah. Now you can this season. Yeah. Huh? What do you mean now? Yeah. We smashed you until you got Peyton Manning for years, <laughs> my man. Yeah, true. And who are you saying, Jim? All right, so oh, yeah, you got the Super Bowl. So. I, I don't, I don't fancy the Rams. I think they're too mercenary with the the moves they've made, and the Saints can be stopped. You can uh-huh. see a good defense can stop them. So. I reckon if we say the Seahawks beat the Cowboys and let's say the Bears do beat the Eagles, that means Bears play the Rams. I reckon Bears can stop the Rams again and the Seahawks could beat the Saints. Mm-hmm. It's nice for you to see the inner workings of his mind. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to figure this out. So Seahawks-Bears NFC Championship game, I would pick the Seahawks. Seabirds? Seabirds. <laughs> One of those two. Doesn't it's, matter. Because I think the AFC is winning hard. this Super Bowl. You think the AFC is winning? Okay. I do. Let's say the Colts beat the Texans. Yeah. Just because they've got the stranglehold in the AFC South. Uh-huh. I'd want the Chargers to beat the Ravens so much. That means then the Chiefs play the Chargers. Yeah. And the Colts play the Patriots. And although the Patriots have the Colts number every year... Again, fingers crossed, the Colts could actually put it out. Okay, she so got the Colts. Peyton Manning Colts, you'll think. That's Peyton Manning. Exactly. <laughs> well, Andrew has that much much better luck against uh, Tom Brady, but well, no, he's got close twice though in his footballs. Right? Yeah. He's, got quite, he's got really close twice though. Let's say then the Colts did manage to knock off the Patriots okay. in my in my fantasy. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I love the Chiefs, so the Chiefs would play the uh, Colts. Colts, yeah. And then the. Chiefs beat the Colts. Okay. The Chiefs win the Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Woo! He had to get it there eventually, didn't he? Can we have a recap? Because I slightly slipped into a coma just then. So I've gone Thanks, for Dave. the Bears. You've gone. I've gone with the Rams. Saints. Rams. Chiefs. What's funny is it took Jim five minutes to get to the point that we all knew he was going to yeah. get to. <laughs> We were sat here already mouthing to each other. He's going to make sense. He's going he's to bring Mahomes into this conversation somehow. Someone's got to bring Mahomes into this conversation because he's MVP already, right? No. No. Oh, who's. No. Drew Brees is the MVP. Just, no, he's not. I agree, We're not giving the best... for old age. I agree that Aaron Donald's the best player in football. No. no. Aaron Donald's the MVP. He's the best player in football. Yeah, that's 
what happens. People will switch on the TV to watch Patrick Mahomes. And people who know about football will switch on the TV to watch Aaron Donald. <laughs> There's been a the 5% bump in viewing figures this, this season for the NFL, so... Good news for Roger Goodell and all those very poor NFL owners <laughs> that get a little bit more money. Uh, that's the pod, guys. Anything else you want to add before we get going? Yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. To all 20 teams that aren't in the playoffs this year, commiserations. I know how you feel. I'm one of you. Um, but to the 12 that go through, good luck, except the Patriots and Ravens, uh, for the rest of the playoffs, and may the best team not named Patriots or Ravens win. Punk? Not named Patriots or Ravens. Well, we definitely yeah. won't want the Evil Empire winning, but after <laughs> that, I'm not too bothered. So, yeah. I'm just supporting some good playoff football. Also, we're impartial, so actually it doesn't matter who wins. We are quite impartial. (laughs) (laughs) All shaking your head. Hang on, we do have an Eagles and a Chargers fan, so we're not impartial. No. I'm impartial. I'm I'm just... I am actually impartial. I obviously want my team to win, but I'll be impartial and say, good luck to all teams. Oh, there we go. All right, well, you're a bigger man than me, King. As an Eagles fan, (laughs) I won't be saying that. (laughs) <laughs> good luck to, I've just thought about it actually no good luck to all teams apart from the chefs and the um, <laughs> oh no the empire. oh no alright it's all falling apart alright so we're going to get going alright so until next week I've been Jim that's been Punk Raider that's been Philly Side. that's been Denver Dave and that's been The King and thank you so much for listening yeah.